Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, and go ahead and give me a follow at Manny Dizla on Instagram, at Silk Durag on Twitter. Now enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the last stop on this train. Everyone, please leave the train. All right. We are back. It's been a minute, but to be honest, the the climate of the world right now is too crazy to be potting through, at least for me. So I just wanted to give a little breakdown, talk about why I haven't been potting lately. And I don't know, just where I am right now. And then, you know, the state of the world a little bit. Um, I don't know, since the last pod happened, the world has been just straight madness. On top of COVID and what's going on with that, you had the killing of George Floyd, uh, Breonna Taylor, you know, things like that. So on top of a global pandemic, we have a wake-up call, I would say, for America and the race relations going on there. And I felt, me personally, I wouldn't think it's responsible for me to just talk through it or give my input when there's way better people that could, that you could listen to in a way. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but I just felt like if I were to just put out a pod every week, that would take away from listening to somebody with something important to say. So if you've been wondering why, you know, I haven't been potting that much. But I feel like since then, I would say it's been like a solid month and a half, maybe, maybe almost two months. Could be a little bit longer, but I feel like the the whole world has gotten the message and what needs to be done to fix society moving forward. So I think it's... A, inappropriate time to start readjusting to not normalcy but a new way where we can just move on past not move on past but you know keep going I know like what I just said is kind of redundant but if you get what I'm trying to say to the people it does make sense but shout out to everybody you know put it in the work on the front lines um all of the protesters, all of the essential workers. Um, you know, we're, we're going to, once life goes back to what life should be, I think it's just going to be crazy. Like, there is a lot, a lot going on in what we need to get through to finally get to where we were before, while also progressing on moving forward in life and society. But, you know, um, we're getting there. It's kind of been weird, you know, seeing all of the industries try to go back to making money. Um, Musically, there hasn't been, I would say, too many releases that have happened or at least significant ones. Because nobody's really trying to hear any music that doesn't have a message right now. It's kind of inappropriate, I would say, and just not the right time. What I mean by that is like, 
nobody's really trying to hear pop music especially number one there's a lot going there's a lot going on in society and there's also nowhere to listen to it so we have been getting an influx of socially conscious music i would say and the songs that have been pop and that have been dropping kind of been flopping you know um i have been noticing we're starting to get back into that party turn up type of a vibe going on you know um but since this all started we not too many big releases have happened drake dropped an album full of songs that leaked that he said he wasn't even gonna drop in the first place so he did that it kind of came and went not not too many people are talking about it now um, a boogie put out an album. I I'm listening to it now. It was pretty. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, Westside Gun. I'm not gonna hold you. He might be putting out too much music at this point. His last album, Pray for Paris. It was really, really, really good. But um, I haven't gotten to it yet. But the Fly God is an awesome god too. It's just not the. I don't know, not the right time now, but I see what he's doing. He's growing into that mainstream underground, you know, that mainstream underground personality, and he's just putting the catalog there. So once he, because he said he's going to stop making music at some point to be an executive. So once that, uh, once he hits that stage, people can just go back and listen to whatever. So I do see what he's doing. Um... Pop Smoke's uh, first album since his death, his untimely death, uh, murder, in February, I believe. No, the begin- late March, I want to say. Um, since then, they finally dropped his album, his first album. Um, it's so unfortunate that he's not even here to see the fruits of his labor. And I'm telling listening to this album... It's really, I, I enjoy most of the songs on there. There's probably one or two songs that I don't really like, but it's not because I don't like it, like that they're a bad song. It's just not for me. It's not my preference. But listening to this, super depressing to listen to. It's like, it really just sucks that he was taken away. And like the fact that he was only 20 years old when they killed him, Ah, it's just super depressing. He barely got to live life. He was just making it. It's only been like a year into his career. And unfortunately, it's all over. Um, it's re- it's a really good project. I like the... Um, the, uh, the tail end of the album. That's when it started to pick up. Like, not pick up, but... Uh, the Enjoy Yourself was pretty good. Something Special, which is the So Into You flip... I love that song. Um, what you know about love? I love that song. Got it on me. Really depressing once you hear the lyrics and what he's talking about. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my god. It's just what he's rapping about and what happens is is just super super depressing. Uh, the tunnel vision outro was fire. I don't know. I just really I really enjoyed this project. 44 Bulldog Gangsters. These are all really good songs if you haven't checked it out and you like rap like 
obviously I, it's, his sound isn't going to be for everybody because you know people like what they like but definitely check it out if you like pop smoke you're gonna like to see how he was evolving as he was making music very uh very good sight i hear that there's a deluxe version coming out for his birthday uh july 20th i believe so be on the lookout for that um my boy brian brian too real he has a lot going on for him right now he was just on say cheese tv's uh, ig page they promoted him bunch of people were fucking with his music on uh, on there and he has a video coming out that he just shot i'm recording this january 6th and he recorded it yesterday and i believe by the end of the week it should be out so this is coming out january 7th um be on the lookout for that at the end of the week just shot just shot the video to it um to uh off-white i believe it's already out I don't know if I have it and it's not out yet, but I'm pretty sure it's out. Go check out his page, at uh, Brian Turiel on IG, to get updates on that. He's about to blow up. Um, I already feel it. This, this year is going to be a big year for him. I, I just feel it. Like, he's, gonna, he's getting ready to go on the rocket ship and blast off to the fucking, to another universe. Um, but yeah, be on the lookout for him. Check out his EP. He uh, released that this year too, so make sure you check it out. I believe it's on every streaming platform. So, um, is that it for? Let me see. I, I'm not even gonna do too many cuts. I just want this to be like. It's not gonna be a long episode. It's just gonna be. I did some study, some research into studies and stuff. I want to see if you guys enjoy this format. Just one kind of conversation. I might just keep this at 30 minutes, just straight points. And then by the end of the week, I'm going to be meeting up with some of my pals. We'll get an episode out again, more of a longer form conversation. So I just wanted to put out something, you know, give you guys an update on what's going on. Um, if you're into R&B, Snow Allegra has a, uh, in a song, I believe. She never said if it was a single or not, but that's coming out on Friday along with... Uh, Summer Walker, who's dropping an EP at the end of the week. Make sure you check out that. Um, what else? Is, oh, the NBA and the MLB are coming back. This is very. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get Justin and Sal, my boys, and from the Up and In podcast. They'll give their insight on this. They're the experts. I'm just, you know, at this point, I'm just a casual MLB, you know, baseball fan, but. They're really the hardcores. I, I don't even know what happened where I don't even watch it that much. But the MLB is coming back. Everybody's getting tested. Their new training camp is getting started. bunch of players obviously are going to test positive for COVID. Mostly because it's just so many people in one sport. I believe each team has 25 players plus the coaches, you know, and training staff. bunch of people are going to get it. It's a given. So the, the same thing with the uh, NBA, even though it's a s- kind of smaller uh, staff, but still, it, it's expected that all of these people are going to get COVID. They just want to get it out, quarantine the players that do have it, and, you know, get ready. The N- the the NBA is getting to get started on uh, the end of July, I believe. Up in uh, Orlando, they're going to be all in a bubble, what they're describing it as, at Disney. 
Disney is one of the biggest partners with the NBA owning, you know, ESPN and ABC, where they show most of their games. Oh my God. I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest. There's just so much going on in the world that I feel like sports coming back would try to make it so everybody thinks everything's going back to normal. And I'm not sure how I feel about that happening. But I understand these people, this is their livelihood, this is how they make money. They're doing it for their, their family, their friends, whoever they have in their life, who, who they're supporting. But it's just kind of weird to me that it's coming back and people, everybody knows that there's dangers involved. Von Miller from the NFL, he's in the, uh, the uh, Denver Broncos. He said that he got COVID in March, fully recovered, and still has lung capacity issues. And he's in Denver where people who train over there have a bigger, you know, lung capacity because of the elevation and whatnot. But the NBA coming back, it's going to be kind of weird. Same thing with the MOB. Like, so if you're a champion, you already know that, you know, sports, the, the sports channels are going to talk shit about, you know, oh, it's not a real season. Oh, you're not a real champion. It was a shortened season. The, the competition was different, blah, blah, blah. Everybody needs to understand that these are different times and a, a special, you know, circumstance. So you still are the champion. You know, everybody has no, it's not like people were playing longer than other people. Everybody's starting at the same level. So the champions should be treated as such, no matter how long they had to to, to play or whatever. It's going to be different with the MOB because the shortened season means that you know, the momentum of a, of a 180-game season is going to be way different. You know, there's some teams that make it to the All-Star break at first place and end the season in last place. At least with the NBA, you can do a tournament-style bracket, which I said on the last episode before any of this was announced, that w- what my prediction was when this happened. Just do a March Madness-style bracket. You know, pay the players, give them something so they can make some money this year. And then, you know, just send them home so they can, you know, quarantine until all of this is over. Until we find a way to get rid of fucking COVID. Um, I recently got tested, tested negative for both the antibodies and the uh, disease, illness, you know, uh, virus. And, you know, everybody just needs to move safely. The thing about MLB, they're not even doing bubbles. They're just going to be playing games in the cities. And just imagine staying in hotels. Staying and going to ballparks, going on airplanes, going on buses. It's way too much foot traffic for this many people. It's just, I don't see how it makes sense to me that these teams have to play in their home stadiums. When you can just put it in like a Phoenix or even though Florida is a hotbed for it. You can isolate players in the, you know, hotels and shit. You don't have to, you know, move them from city to city every fucking day. And I know it's a reduced uh, schedule, so you're going to be playing a lot of the same teams. That way you're not moving around too much. But still, it's it's a high risk for not that much of a reward. Um, it was kind of nasty seeing what the media and the owners of the MLB were doing when they were trying to spin it to make it seem like, oh, these players are millionaires and they're asking for... 100% of what they should be making and all of and 50% of the country's unemployed but 
it's a very nasty spin that a bunch of billionaires were trying to do to make it seem like they don't have money. And the MLB Owners Association and their commissioner, the nastiest people for, for trying to spin what the players were fighting for. You know, what they were trying to do, they were trying to get 100% of the money they, they're supposed to be making per game. And the MLB wanted to do 50-50 uh, split so that the players don't even get 100% of what they should be making, even if the season was cut off. And they try to make it so that if you're making $38 million a season, right, you would be getting paid like $7 million, $8 million. Don't get me wrong, that is still a lot of money. But if you are at the best at what you do and you should be making $38 million, imagine people taking $30 million from you and trying to say they're poor when they're at the highest percentile of humans. Billionaires, I'm talking about. Like, the, the MLB's nasty for that. Rob Manfred, he's handled this whole situation out of all of the leagues and, and organizations and sports. The worst. He's the worst talker. Just wor- just the worst commissioner whatsoever. When Roger Goodell looks better than you in the public eye, you know there's a problem. Um, the NBA was talking about wanting to do... Like a Black Lives Matter, not a Black Lives Matter, but you could put instead of your last name, like a name of an organization or something like that. And to be honest, that idea, to me, it feels like a publicity stunt on behalf of the NBA. Like it could be one of those things where they genuinely care, but that really does nothing for like when you when you're billionaires and you can just put money just instead of just saying that just say oh we'll put more money towards these organizations or if you are going to put that on your back we're going to give like a ten thousand dollar donation for all of the charities on players backs or whatever something like that but just saying oh yeah you could just put someone's name on your back and that'll help people that really doesn't do anything for the cause which was what Kyrie Irving was talking about before the media started calling him crazy because they were like, oh, no, we need sports because everybody knows ESPN and Fox are... They're struggling for material right now to talk about on a daily basis. So them being mad at Kyrie and calling him a drama queen and stuff like that for not wanting to play, just super nasty overall. Um... Now we have, oh, a little update on myself. About two weeks ago, I was like, eh, I'm not really liking the way I'm eating. Not really liking the way I'm looking. Stepped on the scale. Turns out I was like 235, 237. So ever since last Sunday or two Sundays ago now, I've been working out twice a day, eating no carbs, replacing carbs with, uh, with uh you know vegetables and instead of a rice i'll eat like a a salad and now i'm starting to get into cauliflower riced cauliflower um and in those two weeks i've lost about 30 pounds and it's been crazy um i even went away this weekend and didn't even it it was very tempting to eat some carbs like there was some nachos there and stuff like that but I, I made it through, you know, I just straight up ate protein and try to stick to salads and, and water. 
Um, and, you know, I lost 30 pounds in two weeks. I'm trying to get to my goal. My goal is 190. I'm floating around 205 right now, depending on the time of, the day, time of day, 206. And I just wanted to put it out there. That way, you know, if you're a listener and you're like, oh, I'm trying to lose some weight and I need some tips on how to do it. I'm telling you, it, I don't even feel sore after the first couple of days I did, but now I feel better, you know, when I move. You know, going down the stairs on my in my house, it was exhausting. I, like, I would be legit tired. My knees would hurt. They would be popping crazy. And now, you know, I feel better, you know, moving around. Um, I just feel better overall. I can wake when I wake up. It's not a, a struggle on my body. I'm just trying to, you know, lead, live a healthier life, you know. And when I get a six-pack, I think, me personally, I think it would be hilarious to have one. So if I do end up getting one, I'll be, I'll be kind of ecstatic. And you're never going to see the end of it. Just so you know, I want my hard work to be seen. Um, but yeah, so if you're somebody out there struggling with weight and want some, like, diet tips or... Some of the workout tips that I've been doing, even though I get tips from other people, I just mix them all together and try to figure out what's right for me. Hit me up. I'll help you out. I'll do what, you know, people have been doing for me and passing on that knowledge. You know, this COVID stuff isn't a joke. And it's proven that if you live, if you live a healthier lifestyle, eat a better lifestyle, you'll be a, uh, you'll be more, not immune to it, but you'll there's less of a of a severity rate in how it what it does to your body. So I do want to uh, promote that. I felt like that would be a good way to end this. Let people know. Give give people a little update on my life. You know, finally got a haircut. I feel like a different man. You know, I look way better. I feel better. You know, it's just it's a great feeling to have. Um, I think this is going to be the end of the episode. I want to see what happens if I drop a quick little 22-minute episode. Let me know what you guys think. It's just some bullet points, you know. Um, I'm definitely going to get into longer formats. This is just to take the rust off, give you guys a little updates on things that are happening, how I feel about them. Make sure you check out the next episode. Make sure you're subscribed. Leave a five-star rating. More merch is coming soon. I'm just working. I'm waiting on some people to get back to me with some designs. And yeah, once we get there, it's just going to be, you know, I'm going to the moon. I'm shooting. I'm shooting. Like Pop Smoke said, you got to shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. And that's where I'm going with this. So I'm glad if you are listening and you made it this far, I'm glad you made it this far. I appreciate everybody who listens. Everybody who got the merch, I love you. You're the best. And yeah, uh, be on the lookout for me on the next episode. Have a good one.